Recently, a CMI friend emailed to tell us that they had been appointed as a tour guide for a popular tourist attraction near where they lived, and asked for help. We often receive inquiries like this. This friend, who will remain anonymous, said, I am not a scientific person, and before I got the job, I told them that I have no experience in geology, fossils, or paleontology. The only view presented at this site is that of evolution over millions of years. I love people, and if I can present a balanced view where people walk away thinking about how we got here and who got us here, that would be a good outcome. I might have bitten off more than I can chew, but I believe God has put me in this position to glorify His name in all I do. They then went on to say, I have a few questions about this tourist attraction. Being a long-term follower of Creation Ministries International, I was hoping that you could help me to answer some of them so I can present a balanced view. They then listed some technical scientific questions about their tourist site. I'm now a tour guide. How do I include a creation perspective? Dr. Taz Walker comments here on this inquiry. These technical issues are one important aspect to understand about the tourist attraction, whether it's a fossil site, a cave complex, an unusual rock formation, a spectacular canyon, a conservation park, or any of the multitude of other places. The tour guide is usually trained in what to say about the attraction, and there are often interpretive signs around the site. All this information about the site would almost always be framed within an evolutionary worldview. However, a creationist guide would also need to understand how the attraction would be explained within a biblical worldview. So, where to begin? Creation.com has multitudes of articles that deal with famous locations and tourist sites around the world and principles from these articles can be applied to other sites. Some examples are Valley of Fire, Nevada, the volcano on the island of Maui, Hawaii, a receding flood scenario for the origin of the Grand Canyon, Stone Mountain, Georgia, Sakar Point, Scotland, and many, many more. There are also articles on creation.com that deal with the geological processes that formed these places. Examples of this are geological strata. They're everywhere. Granite formation, catastrophic in its suddenness, mud experiments overturn long-held geological beliefs, rapid cave formation for sulfuric acid dissolution, sandy stripes, among many, many others. Our goal at CMI is to help people understand these tourist sites from a biblical point of view. Concerning these technical issues, it would be useful for a tour guide to Google whether there are issues that scientists are still debating about this tourist feature. Usually, there are lots of unresolved questions still being researched, and it would be helpful to be aware of these. For a creationist tour guide, the second important aspect involves presentation. How will the tour guide present creation information to their audience? This is how Dr. Taz Walker responded directly to the guide who recently contacted CMI. You said, I would like to present a balanced view to our visitors. As a Bible-believing creationist, this will be tricky for you, especially concerning your relationship with those who are employing you. It will be important to appreciate your employer's attitude, whether they will be angry or accepting of your view. This will help you decide how open you can be about sharing the creation perspective. 
And here are some other suggestions. If you have discovered questions that scientists are still investigating, you could mention this. For example, there are lots of mysteries associated with this tourist attraction, lots of as-of-yet unanswered questions. Scientists are still working on them. And you could drop one or two into your commentary as you go through. This would create interest for your audience and make the point that there are different views among scientists about the attraction, without saying it directly. With a public commercial audience, it would not be a good idea to criticize evolution in millions of years and push creationist views. Envisage your role like it is of a news reporter where you present the information. You can include some creationist ideas, but you do not openly advocate a particular position. In that way, you'll come across as being objective, and that will remove any basis for a complaint against you. The article, How Do I Do My Assignment About Evolution, discusses this issue in more detail under the heading, Don't Overtly Argue the Creationist Position. When you are describing how your tourist attraction formed, try to do it without mentioning any dates. Just describe the process. It would sound like this. First, huge sediment formations were deposited over this whole area covering many hundreds of kilometers across the landscape and kilometers thick. Then the whole area was disturbed and folded. In fact, you can see the folds in this particular tourist attraction. Look over here. Then the whole landscape was eroded away. Kilometers of sediment were removed and carried out of this area. You can see this over here. This is just an example of the sort of narrative that you can develop. It is purely for illustration of how to do it. As they listen to you and look at what you are describing, the processes will usually be obvious to people. You can add interest by appealing to the imagination. For example, with volcanic deposits, you can ask them to imagine fiery clouds of smoke and ash blasting high into the sky, or wide rivers of lava flowing across the land like water but glowing red. Or if you are talking about a granite pluton, you can ask your group to imagine that they are deep beneath the surface of the earth with kilometers of rock above them. You could get them to imagine a vast underground sea of magma Liquid lava, so hot it glows red in the dark. If you are questioned as to when these events happened, you can reply using the geological terms such as Devonian and Pliocene. Creationists are not too averse to use these terms without the dates. However, that might be complicated for your audience. If you are pressed on the dates, you can say, the generally accepted date for the limestone is X millions of years, and so on. However, as you would appreciate, that is based on assumptions about the past. There are some geologists who use different assumptions and quote different ages. When you're doing this, you will need wisdom in handling this. It is important that you come across not as proselytizing, but as presenting information that will be interesting and useful for your audience. Also, it is important not to get into any arguments. You can just say, my aim is to present a range of information about this tourist site. It is a complicated system and scientists are still working on many puzzling questions about it. So there's a few suggestions. You will need wisdom in the way you do this, but the Lord has promised to provide that. James 1.5 Also, you will discover your own distinctive way of handling it, which will be great. I'm sure it will be a very enjoyable and fruitful journey for you. All the best. Dr. Tasman Walker.
1938, the discovery of a large, unusual fish turned the scientific community on end. Dubbed a living fossil, the discovery of the coelacanth in South Africa shocked scientists around the world who thought that this type of fish had died out millions of years prior during the process of evolution. Living fossils are organisms preserved in the fossil record that still exist in similar form today. Their existence challenges the core concepts of evolution and creates a fascinating debate among scholars. Do they indicate a younger Earth than some have thought, placing the millions of years evolutionary timeline into question? Or do living fossils represent a deeper mystery? The great book, Living Fossils Volume 2, Evolution, The Grand Experiment, delves into these provocative questions. The Living Fossils book includes 700 color images presented in an easy-to-read format, ideal as a standalone study unit for schools and homeschoolers or easily integrated into existing curricula. And it's available at creation.com store. I am Joseph Darnell. From everyone at creation.com, thanks for listening.